All right. It is Thursday morning, about 8.30, February 7th, and this is episode one of the Conscious Body Podcast, My Fitness Journey. Before we get into that, man, has it been a crazy 24 hours, um, I woke up yesterday morning with a serious, serious bug. I don't know if it was something I ate the day before or if I got sick. Anyways, ugh, gosh, glad that's over. Last night, I got woke up about 11.30 to tornado sirens. And uh, living in southwest Missouri, that ain't nothing to fuck with. You know what I mean? Um, So, uh, yeah. Got into the basement and uh, hunkered down for a while. Um, And now it's pretty much like 28 degrees and freezing rain. So, that's awesome. Uh, Feeling better, though. Uh, I did get a good workout in yesterday. I'm going to try and run today. I am going to run today. I wrote it down. I'm going to run. Uh, I've been writing um, five critical goals every uh, day off I have from my air quote day job. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been helping me be pretty productive and, and keep myself accountable and, and actually get things done. I like to think that I'm working in the right direction of optimizing my life, and I, uh, I seem to talk that talk a lot, but, uh, I haven't really put too much pen to paper, um, literally, and, uh, made any moves in that direction lately that I feel like have been impactful, but this one definitely has been, uh, helping me out, and and I feel like I'm moving forward now, so that's good, um, Already today I have like three out of the five things done and uh, I'm working on the fourth one. Um, So yeah, go me. Anyways. So that's a bit of a, a catch up. Oh, I got to read this morning a little bit. I've been reading The World's Fittest Book by... Uh, Ross Edgley, he is a, a phenomenal um, sports scientist, journalist, adventurer, he, book writer. He's got got a whole uh, arsenal of amazing talents, and the man has successfully compiled all of his amazing feats and data that he has uh logged throughout his uh his career so far into this one book called the world's fittest book and if you have not read it yet you definitely need to check it out um so anyways i wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight behind me and what uh conscious body is actually i'm in the middle of trying to get this uh trademarked so that it can be my brand as uh goes for 
um, personal training, uh, and, um, the podcast title and whatnot. Uh, I have a cookbook in the works, um, and, uh, I, I'm very interested in fashion beyond just, like, apparel and t-shirts and that kind of stuff. I really want to get into designing clothes, um, so, uh, anyways, that, that's gonna be me, conscious body, and, uh, anyways, the idea, again, behind this, uh, podcast is to bring, uh, everybody a little closer and, and bring, you know, uh, kind of some insight to the world, uh, you know, and help everybody kind of learn how to, um, get along by, uh, seeing everybody's perspective and, and learning a little bit about everybody in order to have that, um, you know, sense of relatedness. So, um, knowing that I'm a personal trainer and there's going to be a population of my viewers that are going to be fitness enthusiasts, uh, I wanted to give you guys some, uh, backstory to my fitness journey and what really inspired me to be, uh, as into fitness as I am today. So, uh, my first memory probably comes from waking up, uh, sometime near the ass crack of dawn, um, and, uh, stumbling down into the basement, um, just cause I wanted to get up and, uh, work out with my dad. And, uh, you know, I never really worked out with him as much as I probably just like took my mom's five pound dumbbells and just like, you know, lifted him up and did different kinds of movements. I'd, I'd call or say resemble maybe a, a chop, um, motion, you know, coming across the body and, and working that, um, you know, anterior, posterior chain. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd try to do, you know, bench press movements and, and I'd, you know, do squats next to my dad and stuff like that. But, I was never really, like, consistent or, like, actually working out with him as much as I was just trying to be like him, and I, I mean, I, I was interested, um, in the idea, but never took it seriously, but I thought it was really cool, um, my dad had a full home gym when it, when it came to working out, he did not mess around, and he was a very fit, um, dude, is a very, I mean, he's, like, 65 now, um, still walks, like, three times a week on the treadmill, um, and, uh, anyways, he, uh, at the time, had a dip stand, like, a freestanding dip stand that you could also do your knee-ups and that kind of stuff on, um, he had an Olympic, uh, barbell set with the bench, um, and, uh, on the back, you could rack up, uh, squats, and, uh, he had a pull-up bar that was, like, screwed in to the ceiling, more or less anchored into the ceiling, um, and a heavy bag, and a speed bag, actually, one of the, uh, speed bags that's actually tethered to the floor and the ceiling, um, so it, it went in like a, a lateral 
playing that was unpredictable and you could weave it and um you know work it uh that was really cool I really liked playing on that thing um and that kind of got me interested into the like the first actual um like what I'd call like my consistent um exposure or experience with fitness and that was uh martial arts and so like I'd watch Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that kind of stuff. And I really enjoyed um, the idea of, like, being a hero and using my kicks and, you know, my punches to save, you know, everybody from the bad guys. And I would run around the house acting like the Power Rangers. Um, But, uh, yeah, it got to a point where my mom just decided to put me in karate and see how it would go. And so... Uh, probably after a little bit of me begging and, uh, um, you know, a little bit of her, uh, getting tired of watching me, you know, kick stuff over on accident or stuff like that, break stuff just cause I'm trying to be the white ranger. I think the white ranger was probably my favorite. Uh, so I started karate in 2001. I believe I was five years old. I started in this program called the little kickers. Um, I had a friend that was in my kindergarten class named Dylan, who I believe he started like maybe a couple weeks, a month, maybe before I did. Um, and then, uh, I got in there like right after he did. And, uh, then quickly I made another friend, uh, named Devin. And, um, so those two were like two really close friends at this time in my life, uh, and anyways, I loved karate, I thought I, um, really, like, you know, was able to build things that you normally, uh, like, normally are left behind, um, or kind of, like, you know, back burner, uh, when it comes to, uh, being, like, you know, four or five, six years old, you want, um, all these, like, aspects of, you know, getting, you know, basic, fundamental, uh, you know, understanding of, you know, what it takes to, you know, go through school and, and be successful, but, um, things like self-respect and responsibility and, like, confidence are really, like, the foundation to, you know, being, a successful student or, you know, the things that go into being a successful student. And so, uh, I was able to really, um, become aware and, and grow, I feel like, um, through, uh, martial arts in these aspects of my life. Um, but yeah, uh, so, I I, I got up to like, green belt or blue belt no it was blue belt before green and uh yeah I loved karate a lot um I learned a lot uh I I I became pretty flexible uh really enjoyed learning about the different weapons I liked the bow staff a lot and the size um but yeah uh I started playing football 
Uh, I was on a flag football team when I was like seven and uh, eight. So like first and second grade maybe. And uh, that was a lot of fun. The first time I had ever been really coached hard. I played t- uh, t-ball before that, but that was literally just like hitting a ball off a tee and everybody cheers till you get back to home plate. Like that was, I mean, you wore a glove out in the field, but you didn't really need it. You know, it was just like you, you went and then it was that. And then you went home. It was just a game. Uh, but when it came to football, like I, I really felt like I was getting pushed physically, um, you know, two limits that had not been reached. And I got to see how I reacted to that. And uh, I found out I was pretty competitive. And I, I liked, you know, being pushed. And um, that really motivated me uh, to be a, a good athlete, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did all right as um, a team, I think. Uh, one of the years we ended up going undefeated and then again um anyways I ended up moving to Missouri uh in 2005 and we started playing flag football that fall or I did you know and uh basically um that year was was pretty fun uh I was probably like one of two fourth graders or three fourth graders on a team that was like all third graders and they were all pretty good friends. I had gotten to Missouri in the middle of the summer and so I knew I was probably late on the registration and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, got to play. It was a really fun time. Um and again I feel like I got pushed further um physically uh and uh still felt like I was responding well to that. And uh I also started Taekwondo um, when we moved to Missouri, they didn't have a karate dojo that was, like, close, so, um, basically, uh, they had a taekwondo school that was right in town where we live, and, uh, one of my friends from my fourth grade class was already a black belt, and had invited me to come one Saturday morning, and, uh, so, after I got done watching my Saturday morning cartoons, uh, I went up to MTA Republic, and I want to say the rest is history, but it was, is there's way more to that, um, than just that, like, I, I walked in, I remember seeing Peyton at the front of the class, he's literally nine years old, leading, like, 20 people through stretches, he's a black belt, wearing this super dope camo uniform, it was awesome, and I was like, dude, this is it, I'm gonna be just like him, and me and Peyton have been super, super close throughout our lives, and, uh, he's a really good dude, and, you know, shout out to Peyton for really inspiring me to get me started in Taekwondo, and, um, yeah, so, uh, I really was expecting myself to walk in there and see these people um, at a certain level do certain moves or techniques, kicks and whatnot, and tell the sensei or the instructor that 
I could do that. I should get their rank. Start me where they're at. Um, however, I never did bring that up. Um, and I ended up starting at white belt. Uh, I just tell you guys that because I, I feel like that's kind of funny. Um, like a young, young and ambitious kind of thought process. You're a little naive and sometimes we kind of, uh, think maybe we deserve more than we've earned or like we're entitled, um, because we've been through it before, but it doesn't mean we're better than doing it again. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's the life lesson that I learned with that. Um, so yeah, started back at White Belt, and over the course of like two years, a year and a half, two years, I think I was in seventh grade when I got my Black Belt. Um, and uh, so anyways, throughout Taekwondo, I, I learned immensely um, how to push myself to my limits not that I needed to be pushed but how to push myself um and uh that um like things like power have to come from good technique so to have efficient power you have to have efficient technique um you you can break a board with horrible technique, but you will pay the consequences for that horrible technique. The board will be broken, the outcome's the same. However, the consequences change because your procedure or your process was faltered. Um, so, really keeping that in mind too, knowing that now I have to be like really accountable for myself and like taekwondo was a very um dependent on yourself kind of sport it was in a class setting but it was very um you know you, the outcome of your promotion of your rank came from your work output um and uh you know your ability to uh you know learn and um, you know, translate these things, uh, efficiently. Um, so basically, I was able to take these things that I was learning in Taekwondo and translate them into other sports that I was playing, um, which at the time would have been football, soccer. Um, I played basketball briefly, fifth and sixth grade. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think they really made me a better player. Um, physically, guys I had not developed yet like I was just this chubby kid running around doing my thing I was flexible as all get out I I had developed really good flexibility through training martial arts um 
as well as balance. I had better balance than anybody ever, I think, in my in my grade. And, uh, anyways, um, other than that, uh, I was still probably behind physically, um, as it went for strength or speed, um, at that time. And, uh, so the first kind of, uh, experience I had with working with an actual, like, workout plan where I was consistently, um, measuring and testing and that kind of stuff, uh, would have been in seventh grade before, or the summer before seventh grade, uh, in our sports conditioning, uh, program, and, uh, so that summer, I don't remember exactly what my beginning maxes were, but I do remember knowing at the end I did go up a little bit, we did a six rep, um, estimated one rep max, and, uh, I do remember being able to do more weight at the end of the summer when it came to my bench and squat. Uh, and I do remember we did this progressive running program where, uh, I mean, we had different types of, uh, agility drills and, you know, uh, sprint work, but for our long, we also did long distance work. And I remember before seventh grade or before this, I had never ran like ever. And so one lap around the damn field or the track on the field was a freaking job. And, uh, that was the first week or the first two weeks. I think it was like six weeks long. So, or maybe it was just four weeks long. So that was the first week then. So by week four, we were doing all four laps, doing a whole mile. And, uh, that was four days a week. So I was, I was running four miles a week, uh, Four day, well, four miles a week, one mile per day. Anyways, um, that uh, that was pretty sweet because I I did definitely feel a difference uh when it came to, um. Football season the next year, I felt like I was definitely like I mean I was pushed to my limits again, but I was definitely more physically prepared than uh. I ever had been going into football season. Um, let's see. I went out and, uh, I did the same thing the next year. Um, I played, or I did the summer conditioning program. I noticed my maxes went up a little bit. This time we started at a mile and ended with two miles. And so at the end of the summer, I was running at, at like a hundred and like 90 pounds and pretty much all flub, and, uh, you know, just, like, not out of shape, but I wasn't fit, um, I was running two miles, four days a week, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't fast, but I was running, I was doing that, and that was something that if I would have stuck with, I would be eons further than I am today, um, and that's just a, a a discipline thing that did not grow within me uh, at the time, or maybe I chose to look past it. Um, I definitely was able to discipline myself to do many things because that's you know we kind of we have a choice uh, what you know 
if we truly want to do something or get something done, we can get it done and discipline ourselves to do that. It doesn't matter what the task is. Um, and so maybe at that time, running, I felt like, was something I didn't want to discipline myself to do. Um, and uh, so after that program was over, after football season was over, I didn't run again um, until the following summer during uh, football conditioning before freshman year. Uh, let's see, though. Before we get to that, I uh, my eighth grade year went out for wrestling, and holy crap, guys. If you're a wrestler, if you've ever wrestled like competitively, props to you. You are a real motherfucking athlete. Uh, I think maybe hockey players probably condition close to or as much as you do, um, or at least under the same intense conditions. Um, but I will go ahead and say I don't think any other sport has anything on a freaking wrestler. Um, y'all are some animals, made machines, like, whew. Anyways, yeah, and that was eighth grade wrestling. High school wrestling was completely out of this world. I did. I I held back off off of that until senior year, to make sure that I'd not regret it. <laughs> Anyways, I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so I went out for wrestling. Sucked. Still totally great because I learned. I was able to learn a lot. That like perseverance and not giving up goes a long way, and you still can, you know reap other benefits maybe you weren't successful in one aspect but you did grow in others and that's what, what you just gotta keep learning how to take things like that away from certain situations you know that you go through in life um so uh went out for football freshman year so that summer we really just worked on mainly uh explosive um movement and sprints uh, rather than any long distance, we didn't, I don't think we did, the most we might have ever ran was a mile, and that would have been, like, as a punishment, maybe, or something like that, uh, but we really only, I, I, I really think we just focused on, like, between 20 and 100 yard sprints all summer long, doing different variations and stuff like that, um, and, uh, so, yeah, um, that really, I, I think, you know, it elevated me to, uh, a certain place con in conditioning wise. Um, but it also did all of my competitors and, you know, they were doing the same thing. So I didn't feel like I had an edge, um, until more closer to like sophomore year, I would say. And it wasn't even really during the beginning of sophomore year as much as it was like middle towards the end when I really noticed a change physically, I sort of started seeing a little bit more muscle mass and, um, I wasn't necessarily losing weight. I definitely wasn't. I was probably gaining weight. Uh, but you could definitely see a change, um, uh, muscular, uh, muscularly. And so, uh, Yeah, in the weight room, we really focused just on, like, squat, bench press, and cleans. Um, 
we'd work in things like uh, incline press and lat pull downs and, uh, you know, we'd have uh, single arm rope. You know, we did we did supporting and uh, auxiliary work and stuff like that. Um, but we really did just focus on increasing um, power through increasing the strength and, uh, you know, of these three main lifts. And I'd say after doing it for 12 months, so by the end of my freshman year, I had a pretty decent idea um, of technique. I was what my coach had considered um, pretty good with technique and, you know, a good example of it. Uh, and I uh, was able to increase um, throughout my uh, sophomore and junior year my squat max up to 500. And again, this was on a uh, six rep, estimated one rep max. And I believe I was using 405 or 410 for six reps. Um, and so at 16 years old, um, I was pretty proud of myself. Uh, and then I got on YouTube and there's freaking 16 year olds doing 500 pound reps. And, you know, so anyways, I was, uh, I was trying though. And I definitely noticed at that point I was, I was getting pretty stocky, pretty, pretty thick. Um, and, uh, yeah. So my senior year, um, and it's kind of funny how everything works out and I'm a personal trainer now. Um, cause there was a period in my life where I probably like never would have thought of being a personal trainer, but, uh, yeah, even my senior year, I did a, uh, research project on sports science, mainly just, um, how to increase your squat max and, uh, you know, using good squat technique, basically, um, you know, all the things that go into, uh, you know, good alignment and then, um, techniques that you can use to, you know, uh, so I was, I was basically testing whether or not you can, you get a better squat max or squat workout by psyching yourself up or calming yourself down. So, I try to psych myself up, get my uh, heart rate up before my rep or before my set, and see how that affected it. Or I would um, try to calm myself down with some, you know, breathing techniques or something to that effect. You know, try and um, meditate, get my pulse to go down a little bit um, before the set, and see how that affected the workout. Um, and essentially, it really just kind of like threw a big wrench into me actually making efficient gains because I didn't stick to one consistent um one consistent variable it was I did tests um you know with the higher heart rate and tests with the lower heart rate um and my results were different every time and uh so I don't know in the short amount of time with one um subject I think that that I, I I really came to an inconclusive result, um, but uh, anyways, I think if I uh, redid that today, um, I definitely have uh, a couple more people 
to test and um, probably a couple more methods that I could um, apply to the to the tests themselves um, which would probably make for better results so that'll be something cool to look for in the future uh, but yeah so anyways and this is why I said before uh, it's weird because uh, to think I'm a personal trainer now because right after high school and like alright so the end of high school is a little weird for me uh, like I said, my results were super inconclusive with this test, um, with my experiments and whatnot, so I didn't exactly make a lot of strength gains my senior year, uh, and I went through a, a crazy weight loss in the middle of the senior year, because I wanted to wrestle, so at the beginning, I weighed 240 when I started doing all these tests, then in the middle of my testing period between, um, October and December, uh, I lost 20 pounds, so I effectively probably lost a considerable amount of muscle mass, and, you know, it just made it even harder for me to keep up my workouts, and on top of that, um, you know, a consistent testing base, so anyways, there's a bunch of stuff that went into that that are just excuses now that I really need to, um, you know, get straight, and so anyways, uh, yeah, I took a little break right after high school because I was so, like, I don't need fitness. I don't, I don't, you know, play any sports. I'm not, you know, I don't need to be held accountable for my life because I'm just going to do me and be, you know, your average guy who just walks around and doesn't care about how fit he is, I guess. I don't know what I was thinking. I really didn't care how fit I was. I was eating at McDonald's. I was freaking drinking soda. I mean, I'd buy 12 packs of Dr. Pepper. I'd buy two because I'd go through one, like, in a couple days, and the re the one other one would have to last me all week. Like, you know, I, I was that kind of fat for a while. And, uh, so, yeah, I, right after high school, gained, well, here's the thing. Right after wrestling senior year, I gained all that weight back, even though I ran track, like, to try and keep it off. I, I ran track sophomore, junior, and senior year, loved track, track is, like, the coolest sport ever, I think, um, I was a thrower, and, uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a blast, um, but, yeah, I tried to keep it off by running track senior year, um, I could have just not ran track, because it was senior year, but I, again, well, I didn't want to leave school with any regrets, thinking I could have done more, so I went out and did it, and still ended up gaining 20 pounds back, so by the end of senior year, I was 240, and then, uh, by, like, the end of my first semester of college, I was probably 250, 260, um, and then I remember, so, I did three semesters, um, before I decided to go on what has now been a like a pretty long break I don't even know uh haven't been back since like the fall of 2015 or something like that 2016 um but yeah uh at that point I was probably like 260 270 pounds um and uh 
basically, like, I don't know, things weren't going my way, I, uh, was in the middle of ending a pretty long, drawn-out, uh, bad relationship, and so, like, long short of it is, um, I worked out on and off while I was trying to go to college, and, uh, never really stuck to it, and then, uh, finally ended this relationship, stopped going to college, moved back in with my parents, and this is March, uh, 2016, and, um, basically began the new me kind of thing, you know, um, I was, like, very naive, I just wanted to be fit, um, after being not fit for so long, so I started working out every day, and I probably did, I worked out every day for, like, I don't know, a month or two, and then I'd take, like, a week off, and then I'd work out every day for, like, another month or two, two, two and a half months, and then take a whole week off or something, um, and that's just kind of how it went for, like, the first six months, I definitely noticed, like, a considerable, um, like, I probably lost, like, 20 pounds in the first six months, I think, uh, and that was because I was really pushing myself to eat, um, right, like, you know, eating cleaner food, um, I tried meal prepping on and off, uh, sticking to a caloric deficit was definitely a big help, um, and, uh, you know, so, but I eventually had to learn that I was overtraining, and, uh, yeah, so, um, I got on a pretty decent program where I was doing, um, like, uh, what came out to be, like, chest and arms, uh, and a leg workout on Mondays and Wednesdays, and a back and, um, leg work, back and shoulder and leg workout that would be Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, and, uh, this was all done, um, on what some people would call a suspension trainer, others would call them gym rings, it really depends, I have gym rings, uh, that are anchored from my ceiling in my basement, that's in my current home gym, uh, but yeah, so, I was using, I was working out all, all the time at this point, but only like four days a week, um, and I, I was on a pretty decent program, and then on top of that, whenever my friends, like, I, I had two really good friends that, um, at the time were both really big into fitness, trying to get fit, and, uh, they worked out at Planet Fitness, and that's actually where I had stopped and, or started and stopped, like, two or three times, and, uh, they both have memberships that they can bring a guest whenever they want, and so, they'd bring me along at least once a week, and, uh, I worked out with them, uh, and they really, you know, kind of pushed me a little bit, I want to say my friend Ryan was the one who, like, really, uh, kind of was like, dude, you have what it takes, you, you really would be a good trainer, and you should be a trainer, you know, like, why, why haven't you done it yet, and, uh, that, yeah, that really got me, um, kind of, you know, triggered into deciding, you know, this is kind of where my life is 
heading and I enjoy working out. I, I enjoy, um, you know, the effects of working out. I, when I work out with people, I enjoy seeing the effects that they have of working out, you know? Um, so like, yeah, I became pretty inspired not only to keep my own, um, you know, fitness journey going, but I, I wanted to help other people keep theirs going or start theirs and, uh, you know, you know, maybe write a chapter in their fitness journey. So, uh, I became, I started working on my certification in 2000, at the end of 2016, um, and became certified in May. Um, and so like, Uh, as a trainer, I'm still really trying to focus, um, mainly on just overall how I can improve my clients quality of life through improving their fitness, nutrition, and other aspects of life that are going to improve their fitness and nutrition, such as sleep and, um, time management and, um, you know, stress management and stuff like that. I am 22 years old and I know I haven't been around to see it all, but I have seen some shit and I, I have, I have lived, I've lived, I've lived it. So I, 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 I do practice self-awareness. I, I do, I do, I, I sound like a freaking nut, but I, I do try to be conscious, um, you know, and, uh, anyways, I want to help other people, um, you know, do the same thing, and, uh, you know, these bodies that we get for this life, um, for the longest time, it made sense to me not to care, and, to just, um, you know, go, and now that I know that I, I can care about my body, and it doesn't affect, like, the other aspects of my life negatively, and when I say care about my body, I don't mean care about how my body looks, I mean, take care of my body, as in, it needs to be, it needs to go through a workout, it needs to go through a cardio workout, it, you know, it needs good sleep, you know, I, I should take a shower once or twice a day, like, you know, these are things some people literally, they don't only neglect, they just take them for granted completely, and, you know, I, I, I want to help everybody be able to see the, not only the necessity, but maybe, like, the beauty in life that comes with you know, being able to do all these things, you know, well and efficiently. I'm nowhere near well and efficient, but I'm working on it. Uh, and I want, I want to help people, you know, do the same thing. So after repeating that in about four different ways, uh, basically, yeah. So, uh, I completed my certification, um, in May, 2017 and uh started my business um my first client was one of my friends uh my first real client i guess was one of my friends that i had worked with 
um, at a job previously, and she had contacted me, and so we worked out um, for a while that summer, and uh, I slowly found out that, um, like, as much as people say they want to do something, like... I I guess I never I guess the easiest way to put it is like I realized how much actions really do speak louder than words because I can I can hear people tell me the things that I want to hear but unless I see the things that you're telling me I like you know I can't do anything to help that um but I can set an example and so I learned that, like, basically, I've got to walk the walk, uh, if I'm gonna talk the talk, and, uh, yeah, I also learned, you know, I'm not gonna work with everybody forever, that I can't fault for it, I can't fault anybody for having a life, um, and, uh, yeah, I've worked with, I've been able to work with a lot of people, don't get me wrong, um, some people I wish I got a little more time with, but I, I, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful for them, and I don't regret anything. Uh, yeah, I, I was able to start in a gym, and now I am a independent contractor for Anytime Fitness, or through Anytime Fitness, at Anytime Fitness, I don't know, um, in Republic, Missouri, so if you're ever in Republic, Missouri, stop in Anytime Fitness on, uh, East Elm and 60, and, uh, come say hi, um, but yeah, I've been training clients at that club for a little over a year now, and, uh, it's been great. I've been able to meet a lot of people. Um, I've been able to meet a couple of cool people in the industry. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been great exposure for me, I think. Um, yeah, just getting to see all aspects of the club business and getting to, you know, kind of, I, I'm responsible for my business you know, and so I, I went into this thing with no real idea of how it's done other than what information I've been given through my certification course and, you know, what, uh, you know, um, research motivation kind of stuff I'd be getting off the internet, you know, uh, but yeah, so it's been a, a lot of fun and, uh, I basically, like, I guess you could say, um, since I started working at the gym or working out at the gym, uh, I've gone back and forth between bodybuilding and what I consider to be more of the conscious body philosophy, which is, uh, body weight, suspension training, and kettlebell training, um, uh, I've been I've bounced back and forth between both of those, but I I've definitely been able to see uh, successful results um, with both different types of programs, 
And, uh, yeah, I, I think that the gym itself, um, that I work out at, it could use a few updates. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, it has a little something for everybody. And, uh, anyways, there's always, always other cool places to go train every once in a while. And I honestly prefer my home gym just with no distractions and it has everything I need. Uh, but yeah, um, currently I'm working out three days a week. Uh, like I said on a, uh, it's a body weight suspension training or gym ring, uh, and, uh, kettlebell program that I've been, uh, writing and tracking. Um, I've been throwing in a little bit of, uh, functional patterns. Uh, those are essentially, uh, movement patterns that you can train your body to create better tensions in, uh, your, uh, spine and hips and, uh, stuff like that in order to promote better stability um, overall in movement, uh, but yeah, um, I, when I started working out, I weighed around 270 pounds, and now I weigh, or the lowest I'd gotten down to was 175, and I weigh about 180 right now, um, currently, uh, my plans, uh, are to just maintain slash grow my client base responsibly, uh, in the area and online, um, with online training and diet coaching. I just got, uh, specialized in fitness nutrition, so I, uh, can do, uh, nutrition coaching, um, and, uh, so, yeah, I want to release this cookbook this year, uh, I've been working on a little bit, um, and, uh, I, uh, really just want to be able to expand, uh, my name and help as many people, uh, as I can, um, I, uh, I want to leave this world a better place, uh, or at least, like, know that I died trying, I know that sounds super cliche, but, like, I really just want to make sure that, you know, I did my best, um, but yeah, uh, I try to, um, do some sort of research, whether that's read an article, or it's usually, it, and it sounds kind of dumb, but I listen to credited I say credited, like, unless you're an actual doctor, I'm not going to take your information, like, with more than a grain of salt. Well, I just got a phone call, and so that interrupted our episode a little bit. But, uh, anyways, I was just about to wrap it up, too. I was doing pretty good, I thought. But, yeah, so, I guess I'm going to leave you with this, um, in fitness, uh, 
I think it's important to remember that strength and power and speed, um, performance, okay, cannot come without a solid foundation of personal understanding of not only where you're at, but where you really want to be. Um, so realizing where those gaps are, you know, maybe I need to be more responsible or I'm lacking confidence or, uh, you know, things of that nature, uh, they need to be established before you really can improve, you know, that physical um, aspect that you're actually looking for. So, uh, I guess try to remain introspective, even though, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of what people want you to believe about fitness is supposed to be, um, external, you know, and, uh, what's on the outside. Um, anyways, guys, again, Thank you for listening. Um, oh, you know what? I hope I don't... No, I don't want to forget this because this might have been what I was talking about before that phone call came in. But uh, I always try to keep learning and stay learning and stay... stay. Um, yeah, that's what I was talking about. What I do um, in order to... Uh, in order to um, keep this brain fresh when it comes to fitness. Uh yeah, so unless you're a doctor, I'm not going to listen to your podcast, but I one person that I like super die hard will um recommend is Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Um found my fitness has been a huge help um when it comes to learning about nutrition uh and gut health. I suffer from so many different symptoms of IBS. Uh, have had stomach ulcers and, uh, you know, understanding what causes that and then understanding the proper, like, nutritional steps you need to take to combat it um, are important. And I know it sounds dumb to think, but, yeah, more people than you realize and probably you yourself suffer from symptoms of IBS or have IBS. And, uh, so, yeah, it, it's something that we, we really need to focus on is, is, uh, learning more and more about, um, nutrition and how, and, and about our bodies and how our bodies react to nutrition. Um, but yeah, so podcasts and books I just started reading a new book. Uh, I think I was telling you guys about it at the beginning. Um, the World's Fittest Book. Go read that book. Uh, yeah. All right. So, that's it. Lots of craziness there at the end. Hopefully this edits out all right. And you guys get a pretty decent podcast. Until next time, thank you all for listening. I'm out.